Hi, I'm Devin Hayes. And I'm Amanda Joyce. And today's topic is the AI race and why now is the time to optimize for Bing. And here's why you should care. The, the search landscape is changing as a result of the AI race. And this is your opportunity to get ahead of your competition. Welcome to Trade Secrets, where we demystify digital marketing to help contractors get the most bang for their marketing bucks. This is for you if you're a contractor looking for actionable marketing insights. Learn from home services industry experts to elevate your business through simplified marketing strategies. Let's dive into today's trade secret. Well, I don't think we can talk about this topic enough. Um, I think it's riddled with AI is just everywhere. Every news piece, there's tons of AI tools. Obviously, um, OpenAI's chat GPT kind of opened the floodgates, for AI and now there's so many tools out there that can do so many cool things. But um, today we're going to directly apply what we know and, and articles that have come out from Forbes um, that really talk about how that's changing the search landscape and some actionable items that, you know, that our contractors can kind of jump into and, and, you know, get ahead of the curve from hopefully their competition who hasn't discovered this wonderful podcast yet. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. This can be one of your kind of tricks of the trade, hopefully, that can really help you make yourself stand out. And it's not necessarily going to impact you like today, but as as this continues to take off, we feel like if you really take these couple tips we're going to share with you guys today and work them into your marketing plan, that you're going to be really patting yourself on the back a year or so from now as this AI race continues to unfold. Um, it's going to be, none of us know what's going to happen, but... Um, we definitely feel like you can take some small steps today that um, less forward-thinking business owners are not going to be taking. And if you do it, we think you're going to be high-fiving us and telling us, we'd love to hear from you later, that you're like, thanks for the hot tip, guys. That really helped me out. Yeah. And let's let's talk about like where the idea for this specific podcast came from. So you found this article, Amanda, and it is, yeah. it's from Forbes, and we'll have it in the um, episode notes, but this is the headline. Google stock loses $57 billion amid billion. Microsoft's AI lead and reports it could be replaced by Bing on some smartphones. So get that. I mean, imagine that instead of having like Google or... On your Samsung, you know, if you're not an Apple person, um, your your automatic like what your search um, engine that's preloaded on your phone when you you know factory settings would be Bing, not Google. Yeah. Like, and you think about what? Yeah, and you think about like there's certain people, probably younger generations, that would just get in there and the first thing they do is just change it back to Google and move on. But there are so many people that will never give it a second thought, and whatever it comes preloaded with, they're going to use it. And talk about a shift that, like, previously, even the last time we talked about this, we were talking about how they were just inching up on the market share. And it's like, we don't really know what the implications of this are, but we'll see. But something this big that's like the smartphones we all walk around with, if they can slowly start getting getting market share of these, I mean, I know obviously this is an Apple, but, you know, slowly but surely, if they can start being the, the search engine of choice on mobile, like, it's talk about a game changer. Yeah, and I think, and the reason they're going to do that it is because I mean I know you mentioned like younger generations they might want to just go right back to Google, but now but now maybe we're the boomers and we would go back to Google, <laughs> but the newer generations won't because it's integrated with 
chat GPT um, on the Bing interface. So exactly. user behavior, search behavior, it's all changing. Um, and this would be a massive change to, you know, our little portable computers that we all carry around with us. But the bigger picture is, all right, say you've been focusing on SEO and search for, you know, however long. Now what? Like we've we've always kind of neglected Bing. Like it was just like, I don't know, it, it, it just wasn't even a fraction of the market share of Google and we've had clients focus specifically on like Google business profile reviews. We, we've always ignored Yelp. Nobody likes Yelp. And thank God, <laughs> with all these updates, we still don't like Yelp. We still yeah, don't care exactly. about Yelp. But being now, now it's like, all right. And we talked about this in a previous episode. And we, we freaking called this. I mean, like Madam Cleo looked First into the all. future, read the room. I mm-hmm. saw it coming. So here it is. Um, so now, uh, so now, you know, if you're working with an agency or if you're not, um, you know, we have some, some tips we're going to cover today, things that you can do yourself that are super easy. You know, you don't have to be, you know, an inexperienced SEO to do them, but it's, it's going to really tremendously impact your business and it's really easy and it's things you probably already know how to do. Um, so yeah, so this is, so this is crazy and that's where this is all coming from. Um, so you can kind of, understand why we're, we're pushing this topic the method and to the madness. Up again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it is one of those things that for a lot of business owners, when they talk about marketing, they want to just kind of like focus on the fire at hand. What do I need to be doing right now to like move the needle with my business and move on? But this is the kind of thing that not to beat a dead horse here, but you know, if you do have, if you do just put a few things in place right now, while everybody else is scrambling to catch up, you will hopefully be really dominating in your, you know, your local landscape for what matters most to your business while your competitors on the other hand are kind of peeking over trying to figure out what it was you did to, to establish that dominance. Um, maybe when suddenly they wake up from a, from their sleep and realize a, a year from now that being, it has really started to take off. Well, and let's be honest when more of like the mainstream marketers in this space start catching on and saying it, cause they're always behind us. But, um, when they catch on and they have those bigger platforms that can reach more contractors and help more people, you know, maybe then like if you're listening to us, thank you. We love you. But also like maybe you're ahead of the curve, you know, because if you do this now, um, you have those months of that slow organic SEO growth. Bing is still it's still organic. Um, and so it still has that slow grow. So you still have to anticipate that it's going to take time, which makes taking these actions today even more important. So. Um, let's, let's dive into it. Well, first of all, if you haven't already claimed your Bing business profile, claim your profile. Uh, yeah, there's, we'll have a link in the episode notes. I think it's just bingplaces.com. Um, they make it super easy. You can log in with your existing Google account, or if you have a Microsoft account, I think I have one that I created in like the (laughs) nineties. I created mine before I went to college. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a little bit of time. It's, it's like yeah. a, like a nice cast iron pan. It's just well seasoned. Um, <laughs> but uh, so if you get an account or log into beingplaces.com and you can actually import your business from your Google business profile, they make it really easy for you. Um, and then you can even set the frequency that it syncs with your Google business profile. So that's step one. Sign up for Bing Places. You don't even have to type all the information. Just Pull it over from your existing account. 
Bing's categories are, um, they're not the same as Google's, uh, like Google business profile categories. So uh, they have a lot of the same ones, but you might want to double check those. And it's like, I think a five step, like next, next, next. So just choose your primary, choose your secondary, um, and, and just make sure that those like best align with your uh, primary and secondary services. That's number yep. one. Amanda. Yep. Number two, Facebook reviews. This is something that, again, we've all been sleeping on. You know, we as an agency as well have really encouraged all of our customers to really focus on growing their reviews in their Google business profile. Don't stop doing that. But it is time to start focusing on growing your Facebook reviews as well. And you might say, why Why is that? But it's because that's where Bing pulls those reviews from. So they're going to pull your reviews from Facebook. So as you're going out there and asking for reviews, whether you're doing it automated or however it is, make sure that you are asking for, you're really focusing on growing in Facebook as well as your Google business profile. And I do feel like this is this is a really sneaky one that I think could really pay off a year from now when people are really leaning on being more. Talk about something that your your competitors, nothing but time will help that will, is, that's the only way they're going to be able to catch up with you is just putting the time in and starting to grow those reviews. And if you've already done it, you're going to be light years ahead of them. At that point, you just have to maintain your pace. And if you, you know, if you've got 50 more reviews than everybody else in your, in your general location, if you can just keep slowly growing your reviews while they're just barely trying to catch up with you, you're going to have a serious leg up when it really matters. Yes, absolutely. So you know, you might be asking, well, how many Facebook reviews do I need to get? Like, how long do I need to push Facebook over my Google business profile? I I would suggest looking at, you know, the top competitors in your space or or if, if you know, your light years kind of behind them and they're a giant contractor that's been around forever. Um, look in your proximity, which competitors are around your brick and mortar and how many reviews do they have on Facebook and kind of start there. I think that'd be a great, a great like kind of goal to outshoot them by five reviews. Obviously, the higher star reviews, the better. Um, but but start there. That'd be a great place. Like if if the the person closest to you, because you got to think about how important proximity is on um, on search. So they're gonna serve one over the other. They're not gonna show two people that are basically right on top of each other. So um, start to beat out the people that are closest to you in proximity, and then you can kind of look at you know you know the big the big fish and start start chasing those guys. So that that's a great place to start. If you're wondering, cool Facebook reviews, got it. How many do I need? Um, and and with Facebook, Amanda Bing also looks at engagement and post frequency in terms of ranking, right? Yeah, absolutely. So again, that's another another reminder that. You, 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 you don't want to sleep on Facebook. I know we're, you're already probably focusing a bit on engagement. Hopefully you're posting to your Facebook page and all that, but this is another one of those signals that can really help you rank there. So make sure that you're not just posting content just for the sake of posting content. Make sure you're paying attention to what people are engaging with and you're posting, you're continuing to use that information to help kind of guide what you are posting on Facebook and engage back. If people are actually getting on there and everyone's while posting on your, you know, replying to what you're posting, make sure you're you're watching it, you're engaging and encourage your employees to get on there and do it. Talk about sometimes maybe you're not going to have a galvanized base of people that are just waiting for your next Facebook post to come out, but you can cer- certainly ask your sales guys and people that are have a vested interest in you, you know, growing your business digitally and driving more leads. 
put it back on them. Say, make sure you're watching our, our, our profile and you're commenting and engaging and sharing the content we're sharing on Facebook. That's going to really have a positive impact on those, on your Bing results. Pro tip, uh, shorts, video shorts. Um, those are getting lots of favoritism on social media platforms, which also help you with search. So, um, Having them engage is massively important. And um, and then, yeah, try try video shorts. Try Please try getting some more video in your content game. Um, it sounds overwhelming, but realistically, listen, AI makes that a lot easier too. So uh, that's, that's another, <laughs> that's another, another tip one. there. Yeah. And then the third one, Amanda, ah, chef's kiss. You've already been doing this for our clients because you're brilliant. And again, Madam Cleo, uh, for any, um, millennials who don't know who that is. She was, she could, she was a fortune teller, nineties, eighties. Anyways. Uh, okay. So tell us, tell us this little juicy nugget, uh, being ads. Yes. Run ads and being, um, it's they, your cost per clicks and being are going to be, you're not even going to believe how much cheaper they are. The volume's not as high, obviously, but the, ch- the clicks are cheaper and we do have some people reporting higher lead quality from Bing. So um, it definitely depends on your market, all those things. But if you can look at what's working best for you in your Google ads and pick some of those like really juicy keywords that are really working well in Google, bring them over into Bing and start running there. See what kind of response rates you get and kind of, and, you know, allow, allow it to tell you, you know, look at it and just allow it to kind of speak to you and tell you what makes sense. But I promise you, you're going to get some really inexpensive visibility and some way less expensive clicks through a, through a Google, excuse me, through a Bing ads campaign. And um, again, it's only going to help um, increase your visibility in this up and coming uh, search engine that's been around for a long time, but it's making a comeback. It's glowing up. Yeah. And I, w- I want to highlight something you said there. You said that the lead quality is actually better. It's been reported to be better. And that's probably because you have less of your competition clicking on your ads just to drive up those costs, I would imagine, as part of it. Um, but that's something to really listen to, guys. Like The quality of the leads in Bing ads is is better on a lot of accounts than what you're getting from Google because of how saturated that is and um i feel like there's a lot of spying going on too so there's a lot of clicks empty you know clicks with people who never had any intention of converting no matter how great your landing page or offer was so that's something to really think about so it costs you less and again you you mentioned less eyeballs but the quality there if your lead quality is people like with this high commercial intent and they're converting i mean that's that's huge right there so you know tell your agency bing ads i want to I'm going to get it going. Let's, yeah, exactly. still, Let's test it out. Yeah. Because even if you're only getting one or two leads a, a month out of it, if you have a small budget and you're just running a little bit in Bing, if one or two of those, you know, if actually converted to a project, I mean, my gosh, it's not, it's definitely paying for itself and it's worth the extra effort to, to do that. Would you, and I guess maybe this is getting like a little bit more, um, in the weeds with it, but because you've like worked in both platforms, is it pretty intuitive or is it, would you still recommend having someone like manage the Bing accounts? Cause I know in like Google ads, there's a lot of ways to waste money pretty quickly and little hidden check boxes and, and all yeah. their suggestions that they give you. Would you say like the Bing ads interface is more friendly, not to get us completely off topic, yeah. but just curious. 
It's kind of the way a lot of things Bing has done over the years. It's basically a replica of Google. They kind of just look at what Google does and make it their own, but it's pretty darn similar. They do have an option just the way they do with their um, business profiles to just pull your campaigns in from Google. So if you are managing it yourself and you're just barely, you know, you're like, I, I can run a few keywords in Google. I don't have the time to start thinking Bing too. You can literally go in there and set it up. So it'll just update based upon what you're doing in Google. But again, because they are slightly different audiences, the volumes are different. If you do choose to do that, I would still go in and check on it directly. Don't just treat it as if it's all one big giant ad, you know, ad campaign that's in one cluster because they, they're different, you know? So if you're going to yeah. do it, take a look at it directly. But you, but again, that, that is a, a quick way to maybe save a little bit of time and um, pull over some of your strongest content from Google and run it. Beautiful. So those three, so those three action items, those kind of three takeaways, number one, claim your business, your being business profile um, at beingplaces.com and sync it with your Google business profile. Number two, start getting Facebook reviews and engaging more on Facebook. Number three, test out some Bing ads. Now we've got a couple of pro tips in here as well. Um, yes. We didn't want to, we didn't want to cover these in, you know, ad nauseum because we wanted this content to be digestible. So if you are a little bit more advanced in the SEO kind of space, this will make sense. Um, not, you know, not that we expect every contractor to be again, like we wouldn't know how to do your job. So we don't expect you to know these things, but um, a lot of you really educate yourselves on this. So we just figured we'd throw these pro tips in here um, since we're talking about it. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. one being tap into Bing's webmaster tool. Um, we're going to include the link in this, in our description here as well. Um, it's another great free tool, just the way Google offers us a ton of free tools. This is a, this is a great tool to tap into, to really understand your, um, search rankings, your, your highest quality content, all that kind of stuff. So again, check out that link. If you're not already using what being webmaster, take advantage of it. And if you're using an agency, just ask them, make sure that they're doing it. And it's really easy to set up if you're already using Google Search Console. Again, you can import the data um, and import your settings over to being Webmaster Tools. The difference being Google Search Console, you see how you perform on Google. Being Webmaster Tools, you see how you're performing on Bing before they click through to your website. Uh, okay, and then the other pro tip. Um, let's see here. Tip take a look at their search quality blog. Bing is a little less tight-lipped about how you rank well on their um, engine than Google is. Uh, over the years, Google's gotten more open about it, but nonetheless, Bing pretty much just outlines what it is you need to do to please the Bing gods. So check out that blog, keep track of what they're telling us, especially as AI continues to evolve and things change over there. It's a great thing to just keep your eye on and make sure that if they're suddenly telling you to do something different with your business profile or whatever, just, just kind of keep a loose eye on it. And that'll help you make sure that you're continuing to win the big race. Beautiful. Well, I think that, I think that covers it. So, um, thank you all very much for listening and should we cover, do I, do we need to cover the action items one more time? I think we're good. Rattle. I think we're good. We're good. They're, they're in the notes too. Go check them out, but we hope this is helpful. We hope this is digestible <laughs> and easy things that you can you know, put into play right now or tell whoever's managing your marketing to put into play and 
We hope you will be high-fiving us later because we really do think it's going to pay off. According yes, to our absolutely. crystal ball. Yes. Thank you. That was today's trade secret. Thanks for listening. Did you find this helpful? We're just getting started. Subscribe and don't miss our next reveal. Until next time.